From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, November 8th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. An Ohio college student is among eight people killed during a crowd surge incident over the weekend at a Houston music festival organized by rapper Travis Scott. Angela Ann reports. A University of Dayton student was one of the eight people killed at that festival. A statement shows 21-year-old Frano Patino was studying engineering at Dayton. Loved ones want someone to be held accountable for his death. Things should be put in place to prevent this from happening that people shouldn't have to risk their lives for Travis Scott. We do know that eight people who were killed were between the ages of 14 and 27. I'm Angela Ann. A federal order that would have required vaccines for millions of American workers is now on pause, in part because of efforts by Ohio's attorney general. Eric Brown has more. The Biden administration recently mandated that certain employees of businesses with more than 100 people either get vaccines or be tested weekly. At least 27 states, including Ohio, filed lawsuits challenging the rule in several circuits. Saturday night, a federal appeals court blocked that requirement. Ohio's attorney general Dave Yost says he's happy with the ruling, but he adds this is not about the vaccines. The thing is that the president does not get to rule by edict and doesn't get to take up the law writing responsibilities of Congress. Eric Brown, ONN News. The kickoff of a new crime prevention program in the areas surrounding the Ohio State University campus was fouled over the weekend by a carjacking and a robbery that have left many OSU students shaken. More from Tino Ramos. Columbus police are still looking for those people who are responsible for this. They held three others, including a student, at gunpoint and robbed them of their belongings. Early Sunday morning, this comes after the university announced a joint effort on Friday called Buckeye Block Watch to patrol the area to make contact with students and to help protect them from the rash of crime that is hit off campus. This group is patrolling off campus areas Wednesday through Saturday from 7 p.m. to 3 a.m., but the robbery happened outside their window of patrol just off campus of OSU. Tino Ramos. Students at two Ohio college campuses will be back in the classroom today after bomb threats at Ohio University and Miami of Ohio were deemed not credible. Angela Ann has the details. The threats were part of a series made across the country at several colleges and universities. Police issued an alert Saturday afternoon to students and staff about the threats on the Athens campus of OU. Police said that they believe there was no need to evacuate the campus, but they did deploy their canine units just as a precaution. Miami of Ohio issued a tweet that their campus was also safe. We do know other schools received threats across the country, including Columbia, Yale, and Cornell. I'm Angela Ann. A filing to Ohio's Supreme Court seeking to dismiss a lawsuit over the state's newly proposed gerrymandered legislative maps details the process that led to the failure of map negotiations earlier this year. Eric Brown explains. Even with their extensive combined experience, three statewide elected officials say they could not bridge the gap between legislative Republicans and Democrats to achieve 10-year maps of state legislative districts. Republicans Governor Mike DeWine, Secretary of State Frank LaRose, and Auditor Keith Faber served on the new Ohio Districting Commission, which failed to reach a bipartisan compromise on legislative maps. They're being sued for the four-year plan that the panel ultimately approved along partisan lines. Eric Brown, ONN News. 
Tens of thousands of dollars worth of drugs were seized in a bust by the Central Ohio Human Trafficking Task Force and Columbus Police over the weekend. More from Karina Nova. The agencies executed multiple search warrants on the west side of Columbus and the Linden area. In total, officers found more than $204,000 in cash, 934.5 grams of crack cocaine and fentanyl, among other things. Investigators say they're seeking multiple indictments within the next months. I'm Karina Nova. A court filing says the state has agreed to pay $17.5 million to settle a lawsuit brought by an Ohio inmate paralyzed during a takedown by prison guards. Former prisoner Seth Fletcher was serving a two-year sentence at Chillicothe Correctional Institution in southern Ohio in April 2020 when his attorney says he was tackled, handcuffed, and dropped by guards. The 21-year-old Fletcher was left paralyzed from the chest down with a spinal cord injury. A settlement in Fletcher's federal civil rights lawsuit against the prison's agency was announced last week. Prison's spokesperson Joellen Smith said the parties agreed to settle and the terms were being worked out. The fifth-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes are once again preparing for a tough matchup on Saturday after a hard-fought 26-17 win at Nebraska over the weekend. Dom Tiberi reports. It's going to get tougher with Purdue coming to town this weekend. The Boilermakers knocked off then undefeated Michigan State kickoff Saturday 3:30 for Ryan Day. It's all about surviving in the month of November. When you play, um, when you play nine conference games, and and you you know, and then in your other game is Oregon. You have to bring it week in and week out. And we have a we have a young team and we have to learn that it's every single week you show up. I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. And the Cincinnati Bengals hosted the Cleveland Browns in the Battle of Ohio, but it was all Browns on Sunday. On the first possession of the game, Joe Burrow threw an interception to his former OSU teammate Denzel Ward, who took it all the way back for a 99-yard pick six. The Browns won in Cincinnati 41-16. The Browns' social media tweeted, Kings of the Jungle. They'll play each other again in the last game of the season. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.